Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mandy. And this is Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. Hi, and welcome back to Love Sober, the podcast, The Sober and Sober Curious. And this is episode 107. And today it's just Mandy and I, and we are going to have a little look at Christmas. We're going to have a nod to the Christmas past and talk about the Christmas present as well. And um, yeah, and also obviously because it's the first COVID Christmas, isn't it? So, first and only COVID Christmas. Let's just put that out into the universe. Indeed. So, uh, yeah. So, how are you doing, Mad? Um, I am all right, thank you. Um, it's very windy and rainy here. Um, so I'd quite like to be under the duvet. Um, but other than that, I'm all right. I actually went out and I saw some people yesterday. <laughs> sound like a hermit I actually saw some people yesterday I went to because we've come out of lockdown um well sort of in France um and yeah so I went around to my my friends for a cup of tea and cake and there was like four five other women that were there but it did make me laugh because I'm I've clearly forgotten how to do small talk because they would you know when you just arrive and everyone's like how are you yeah fine thanks how are you fine everyone was just like yeah fine yeah so good thanks and it's like how are you and I was like well you know uh depends on the day really I mean you know uh, there's been there's been a family bereavement and that's been quite difficult you know managing my family from afar but you know I've been really sort of putting in some extra sort of toolkit uh, part <laughs> and really upping my self-care and you know and and so I've been making sure you know like I'm I'm drinking lots of water and getting some good sleep they're just like looking at me just I like, literally just like don't who are you alien woman stop talking about in actual stuff you know <laughs> keep it surface keep it surface so that kind of made me laugh because I was like oh yeah that's what you do isn't it when you're not talking mm. to people in the sober community you just go yeah fine thanks mm. nice cake so mm. anyway so that yeah. was that's me and you dude that. well that's made me laugh because it's like yeah I think we're not <laughs> We're like, we're not fit for human interaction anymore, are we? We've ruined ourselves. We've ruined ourselves with the truth too much. <laughs> um, how am I? Yeah, I'm all right, actually. I, um, I've i had, well, should we talk about the moon that's just been? Because that yeah. I took leave of my senses for two days and was like <laughs> oh, a proper bloody mad woman. And I heard yeah, I myself. I had a breakdown. Yeah. 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 And I did. And I heard myself, like, I got really shouty. And I don't, I'm not a shouter usually. But, and I kind of get really grumpy when other people are shouting in the house. And I'm like, no, I can't possibly talk now because you're shouting. And, you know, I clearly have some, you know, it really affects me because I'm a highly sensitive person. So I can't possibly do this right now. Right. And I heard myself shout as I flounced out of the door. I shouted at my husband, well, I'm having the menopause, so I win. (laughs) And I was like, slam. And I'm like, there is no winning. There was no winning happening anywhere, like, in the vicinity. So I just was like, okay. 
Yeah, it was a bit of a bonkers it was time really that bonkers. moon. It was really bonkers. And then, but then I, um, I was thinking, oh, what do we need? And we've come out of lockdown as well. So I had a really, I, I realised that I needed to just be a mum a bit. And mm-hmm. so I've tried to clear after school for just being with the kids a bit. And I, on one day, I think it was Tuesday, I took my daughter with my friend. Um, you know, we can't, still can't like do much stuff, but we went to the woods with flasks of hot chocolate and cookies and um and torches and we went into the woods at night you know like well it was five o'clock but it was black it pitch black yeah and um and that was you know what that really lit me up that was just such a nice thing to do and that's probably the high point of my week obviously apart from talking to you obviously <laughs> I don't know this week <laughs> it's been a mix it's been a mixed bag <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. All right. But yeah. Well, we thought we would have a little look at Christmas, didn't we? Because it's December, and yeah, people are. You know, it's that thing. It is when you're sober. It is that can be that spectre looming, can't it? Whatever it is, high day, holiday, love it, hate it. It's a thing. So we thought we would just have another little nod to that this year. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and it's interesting, like. I guess the first thing to say is like how you're approaching it. So if you're like, oh my goodness, this is going to be really hard, you know, you're kind of already sort of setting the intention of difficulty. So I'd say the first thing to be like is like, wow, like I'm going to have the best Christmas ever as a soap person and try and kind of yeah fake it till you make it a little bit Mm. because I think that can be really really helpful and just so so then it comes down to planning doesn't it it's like how can I make this the best sober Christmas ever Mm. and 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 then you can sort of see well what what might be the kind of barriers to that like what are the obstacles is it family stuff is it you know your partner's drinking is it the stress of the kids and everything and this year is peculiar obviously because it's covid christmas Mm. which i think actually for some people is kind of playing in their sobriety favor because it means there's less kind of office parties there's less of that kind of stuff going on um i mean i'm as people may know i'm not a huge fan of christmas and it's not because i well there's two reasons i'm not a huge fan of the kind of commercialism of it and i think it, it can be very stressful and impactful on low-income families and people that don't have families. And I think it can be quite an upsetting time for a lot of people. And I wish people would, I wish there was more sort of care around the consumerism of it all. Um, but other than that, I mean, I think I was thinking about it today. I think my dislike of Christmas has been because of alcohol and because of other people's drinking and other people's drinking ruining my Christmas spirit really um and me not just not want me just wanting it to be over because it because it's like anxiety it's just like oh gosh I just so but you know what I was thinking this year I might actually because I've been following your Instagram self-care advent calendar Mm. I was like I might actually get a bit involved this year and like I was driving along and all the houses when they have outside lights 
it actually cheers me up and I think oh that's nice and I was like maybe I could do that maybe I could be one of those people that cheers people up by putting lights outside my house hasn't happened yet but the intent the idea is there so you might be changing this old scrooge a little bit turning yeah uh wouldn't you know calm down but we'll we'll see Uh, it's funny isn't it because um with the with the kind of yeah with the christmas thing i think it's a mixture i i think it very much depends what you're like and what your family culture is like and so it could be that you just go well i get my whole knickers in a twist and so i just need to just go you know what it's just another day it's just another bloody day and i don't need to get my knickers in a twist because again yeah that's very much been my approach very much is so but the other thing that i mean i was talking to some ladies today about it in one of our groups and it's like that it is a high day it is a holiday it has cultural significance and we've talked about this before so basically it is not going to be perfect so to take mm. those those things off but to accept that it's going to be rich like those days are rich and they can be very feelings they can be triggering they can have a real like it's almost like heightened sense of things that are important if we have loss we remember loved ones they're like they're like sticks in the sand and markers that punctuate our life and and we can revolve around them um and so I almost think it it's nice to almost approach it with more care so less expectation but more care you know Mm, Uh, I like that care for the care I think it's an old AA uh, saying like expectation leads to resentment Mm. or something like that I think there is something in that is and I think this this comes into kind of motherhood in general it's like when we have these this sort of huge expectations of things or and it's not our fault like don't get me wrong no shame no blame it's like that kind of perfectionism element then it's like if it doesn't go to plan then it's like it it makes it 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 can lead to that kind of like yeah resentment and that often that stinking thinking leads to drinking so I think yeah I like the idea of switching from expectation to care and mm. and planning, I think. Mm. And also sort of almost like um, establishing what your values are, your core values around it. So, you know, because it's another time when we can get really swept up into, it's sucked into other people's orbits and we can play into family dramas and we can basically get knocked off balance by other people so it it, it is one of those times that can test all our sort of boundaries isn't it yeah boundaries routines our traditions our self-talk and it's almost like to I'm imagining sort of just having a little fence around it going okay that's all a bit fucking bonkers yeah (laughs) So how, what do I, what do I need? So what, you know, what is my core value? Okay. All I really care about is that like, we don't have any argument. Like it would be really nice not to have any arguments. 
two, that might not be possible, but I'm just, yeah, I'm just thinking off the say. top of my head. Um, that that but looks, I'm, sounds I'm like an expectation to me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> but I mean, no nasty, nasty, yeah, nasty, nasty. No, yeah, no, they, like, they like, can I'm, be. Yeah. Yeah, and you can plan for that, you know. It's like, how long are the people coming for? for? Like, mm. you know, can I take the kids out for a walk? Like, you know, sort of just be really sort of skillful about it. Yeah. And I think it really, um, I mean, oddly or not oddly, I have either had really, really bad flu or been injured over Christmas quite a lot of years. And um, the first year we met, actually, I was, I had, um, you had a toe. My, I had my yeah. toe in plaster. Yeah, yeah. And I was on antibiotics and everything. And I was in London um, and it was, you know would would have been very difficult for me but I just stayed in bed most of the time so it was, it was fine and then I've had flu a few times so maybe that's just that I get ill so I don't have to see people. I, I'm I'm thinking there might be some theory <laughs> that could be applied around oh, but I think it's mm. but I do remember sort of reaching out to communities and just taking breaks I think breaks are really really important it depends I guess it's like if you if you can play it your own way and have it your own way then what does that look like because my first Christmas um was just my first sober Christmas was just me and my husband and the kids and it was absolutely wicked like I I loved it it was you know I really really remember that as being a really sort of special moment because Christmas had always been incredibly difficult for me in my drinking like the first time I reached out to a sober community was on the 26th Mm. you know we always get a peek on our community and you know on our website on the 26th 27th like it's not I'm not alone in that that you know people kind of the relentlessness of the the drinking over Christmas mm. can lead people to quite a dark place, and so being out of that, you know, and we were just on our own, and my like my husband, so I just everything was planned around my sobriety, basically. Like, you know, we we decided we cancelled people that were supposed to come for New Year's for Christmas Eve because that was too triggering for me. So it was literally just us, and then we had really nice food. Um, my husband had bought me some really posh kind of fruit juices like strawberry juice and peach juice and stuff like that and then like I got a new nice you know glass teapot on Christmas day and loads of really nice teas posh tea you know and we just spent time with the the kids and I was so sort of aware all the time of just how present I was like it it was Mm. just wonderful but you can't always have that, you know, because of family, you know, ties or whatever. So, yeah, if you if you can just be by yourself with your, you know, your immediate family, then I would say just really put sobriety at the, the centre and make it really special around the, the fact, you know, getting up early, going for crisp walks, doing all the things that you wish you did do at Christmas, but you don't because you're mm-hmm. hungover. But if you have to be with the family, then... <laughs> if you have to. 
it's not easy for some of that. You know, if you then take breaks and connect with the community, that would be my definitely taking breaks I think there's the pace of it definitely and for you know us introverts you I really remember that of just you know that realization that I have to just move I just can't be with people all day it's just like bloody hell um I was just thinking back to my first sober Christmas and I can barely remember it um and it is, it's like, this will be the eighth one, right? I think it's the seventh or eighth one. I think it might be the eighth. And um, I just, I remember that the run-up to it was worse. Like, I, it was like I had proper stage fright and the actual day was was fine. Once I was there, I was there. The tricky bit was the run-up to it. And just things kept coming up, like, you know, Christmas tree day. I remember just kind of going, what? but I always drink Baileys on Christmas tree day. And, you know, I have this whole ritual around wrapping the presents and writing the cards. And it was like, it all had, you know, I was allowed to drink during those occasions, you know, because I was always quite sort of controlled and rigid as much as I could possibly be. And then I would binge and just, you know, be full of the self-hatred. But, you know, and I, I just think it's, now it's just like you know that feeling nothing was like that feeling of like boxing day realizing i'd done this over christmas so yeah superpower and then dry january i was like every fuck is doing it now it's like boxing it oh the other thing is we had so baristas meet up so it's really good to cast your stone a little bit further not get blindsided by the specter of the rabbit in the headlights that is christmas but just remember that actually just beyond that just casting your stone just beyond that it's like it's so easy again this year it feels like okay half of this isn't relevant because we haven't got the office parties haven't got the big christmas haven't got the mums get togethers and i did i have noticed in our community this feeling of it being slightly easier this year because of lockdowns and social distancing and sort of covid rules it's more paced i think isn't it because Mm. there's there's less that you can do so it's not like that relentless like oh now there's the other christmas party and now it's this christmas party Mm. and we've got to see that bit of the family it's like there is kind of yeah less less to do Mm. but on the flip side of that i think people are really 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 tired Mm. Um, yeah so it's hard to kind of if you're in early days and relying a lot on willpower you know it's it's tiring and then you've got the kids off for a long time and that can be really stressful and um yeah less is more really less is so much more and also that that kind of just if there was ever a time of the year to remind yourself the reality with the fantasy because of the marketing ramping up and that sort oh, of the yeah. fantasy thing it's remember the reality of that kind of those early I and mean, I think back to the bleak dark moments of Christmases when I was so hungover I could barely move and the kids were tiny and they you know we'd got to bed at one and they were up at 4 30 and and it, yeah. I mean, it was just absolutely hideous like it was hideous I was just awful mm, yeah know? And always peaking too early on Christmas Eve with a bloody quiz and just getting rat-arsed. And it was just horrible. 
It was really horrible. Yeah, it was. And that didn't, but the reality of that didn't stop me from being quite freaked out by my first sober Christmas. And I guess it was like, I don't know this. Like I haven't yes. had this since I was a child. Like I hadn't had a sober Christmas since I was 15 or something. And I do think it's worth like getting all the drinks in, you know, like I, cause I'm not that bothered about, so I don't sort of, I, I don't really care about what I drink, to be honest. I drink water most of the time and then I probably, ha- you know, have a, a non-alcoholic beer every now and again but other than that I just I, it doesn't really I don't obsess about what am I going to drink I just don't really think about it um but I do definitely get like a whole stack of drinks in at Christmas just because mm-hmm. it's like that time of that's just what you do isn't it and then it's like oh what's that oh, I'll give it a go and it just gives you something to do and it's like you try these things and you well, know that's what's brilliant about now as opposed to even like four three four years ago yeah right like so many options yeah I'm excited to to see what's new out there on the market to taste it mm. this time and also I mean if you can have as you say it is just one day so it's like well what can you do the next day which will be really f- nice I mean if the world allows us, we'll be flying to Lanzarote on the 26th. Amazing. And that's been a real thing for us in the last few years. It's like, just, you know, neither of us enjoy New Year parties. So it's just like, let's just not be here. Mm. <laughs> so we haven't for the last four, mm. five years. And even if it, I mean, it might just be, it depends on our finances, but it might just be like a, cottage in the countryside or whatever but that certainly helps you know just to to have something to look forward to after the event yeah yeah I guess thinking about it we've always sort of made quite a big deal of the run on because we have we usually go to my aunt's farm in Cheshire and then all of the cousins get together and this thing popped up on Facebook for me yesterday and from two years ago because um, we didn't make it last year, but we make, we were there the year before, and usually it's a yearly thing, and it's so beautiful. You know, it's like they do the Christmas tree earlier, they do a Christmas dinner, and it's the first week of December. Mm. And it's just a family tradition, you know. So we've always made quite a big big thing of the, the pre, the preamble sort of thing. Um, and this year... I wonder year, why the that, yeah, go on. No, go on. No, it's just I was like I wonder whether my because my like we don't have any family on my side anyway, you know, like I don't have any cousins or anything like that. So I wonder whether it it has less of a kind of role in my life because it there's never been much sort of ceremony about it, I suppose. Anyway. Yeah, so this year you going, you're not going? No, we can't go this year. No, um, no. Um, and I just feel like this year it's, I said, I think like what you said, this that less is more for me this year is so important. And like just having things like, you know, we walk, when we walked in the woods with the flasks and hot chocolate and lights, and I do like, you know, having the fairy lights, like I like creating beautiful environments 
and like little grottos and <laughs> things like that. So, you know, that's all important. And my husband really, really likes all the cooking. Like he was like, he went to me the other day, I was like, how are you doing? He went, mm. he was thinking, he went, I'm just thinking we might need a Christmas ham, but also a pre-Christmas ham. Like, so he was going to cook. So like, we're already thinking about things like that. And it's like, like looking through Delicious magazine and thinking about all the food. So yeah. yeah, and I think that's something that like was a real, real learning curve for me was that because alcohol was so, so kind of intertwined with everything in my life, it was like I thought that food had no meaning without alcohol. Mm. You know, it was just like, well, how can I ever enjoy like food again? <laughs> You know, like how can I ever sort of get excited about a meal when it's not you know yeah pa- paired with a wine or whatever and it's such a revelation it's just like food's great yeah and you can eat more of it because you're not wasting calories on wine <laughs> it's like that's yeah. a win you don't have to say no to dessert I'm making a um a chocolate pavlova tomorrow with raspberries and fresh cream for my daughter's birthday um, which is quite exciting yeah so it's like yeah the food is you can still get excited about the food you've just made me remember about that though it was the Christmas before last so it we went to Dorset we were in a a cottage in Dorset on the coast and again it should have been really really nice but it was just incredibly incredibly stressful and my husband who tends to whenever like the whole family get together he will invent a dish and that um that year it was bomb cakes do you remember me telling you about bomb cakes and it was basically like sort of brioche um, kind of like a bread like a sweet bread kind of thing and then like loads of filling like sort of chocolate peanut butter marshmallows some fruit like all this kinds of thing right the things that would kind of slightly melt and then you had to make this kind of sandwich and then wrap it up in in a bag and basically what you had to do is you had to make it before you had Christmas dinner and you had to sit on it all the way through Christmas dinner so it's not cooked it slightly cooked itself it kind of melted because of the, the heat of your ass cheeks and the pressure of that. and basically then at the end of dinner we all kind of unwrapped our ass cakes um it was just like the most bizarre thing and it was like the first family Christmas after Anne had died right so it was just like everyone was like fucking traumatized and in bits and also unwrapping these kind of ass cakes and it was just like what the, what the fuck do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so true I'm like okay oh, yeah you... less is more maybe less yeah I, more. I see why you're going for less is more <laughs> <laughs> oh dear oh dear yeah the but it's good to bring the humor in it you know <laughs> that's it's good and I and I do think there is that bringing the humor into it is mm. like if you've got people that are particularly difficult yeah you know it's those little com- it's like finding an ally isn't it like and having those little conversations like um my mother-in-law um 
she's so competitive so like playing any game with her is like super stressful it's like me apparently I'm that one (laughs) but it's but I can have that like it's not being mean but it's like to have that back and forth with the kids you know that would just be like um you know gosh that was quite quite fun wasn't it that game of (laughs) trivial pursuits um and it just brings down the stress levels because you can laugh about it and you can just sort of go oh yeah ha 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 they fart all the time isn't that jolly ha 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 (laughs) 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 yeah yeah it's it's uh it's quite a thing but I think I really like you know what you you put together for the advent calendar for people so if you haven't checked them out check them out because there's some really lovely just simple ideas of doing things yeah just little happy hits and doing little things activities and Mm. um and that I think that can really help just to be aware of the, the environment people around you how you can connect with others um yeah, so it doesn't have to be really hard work. Yeah, look for the easy and the yeah. the easy wins and the low. I hate the, the, the phrase low hanging fruit. I really hate that as Why well. Why is that? Should we ban that phrase? But that sort of yeah, that kind of those those things we can often. Well, I know that I can just get too complicated. Mm. and just too much and it's like okay well what's going to make this simple today what's just gonna how can we take the pressure off what's going to be make it simple what do I need in this you know like how can I look after my energy levels yeah you don't have to cook from scratch everything yeah yeah definitely you know buy a like I think it's like choosing what gives you real pleasure mm-hmm. you know and it's like well if you get really really great pleasure from making the like you know bum cakes <laughs> yeah <laughs> then do that but like buy in you know a nice bit of beef or whatever and you know don't have to do <laughs> all, the, all, all the potatoes and all that you know you don't, yeah. I, I, I mean we've talked about this because the, the traditional family Christmas you know that like mm-hmm. we don't do that anymore like we just eat whatever we fancy and that's been a huge lack of sort of stress especially because not all all the family always really like all the stuff you're supposed to have isn't it it's It's like like, why are we making yeah you can change it up you can yeah you don't have to follow the thing that you've done absolutely every year it's like, like why am I making like you know Christmas pudding and like sort of <laughs> yeah. and like you know marinating it whatever you do for like two months it's like I don't even like it <laughs> it's like no one likes it right. it just goes off and then we put it in the bin it's like right that one's off the table like mm. let's just you know go to the get some ice cream and then maybe that's the thing maybe you could like be have a little game with yourself like if it's your first sober Christmas or even if it's like you know you're not your first sober Christmas you could have like a be like a detective and play that room 101 game and it's like okay does this well Marie Kondo it does this spark joy okay I'm going to keep this and if it doesn't 
that go yeah. in the bin for next year and you can literally just go yeah design your own Christmas a thing we used to do when we because we didn't have a lot of money uh, growing up and it was like a family tradition that we used to buy the radio times for the the one time a year we'd have the the tv like program or whatever the radio used to knit it together to make clothes for yourself afterwards because you didn't have any money sorry i shouldn't take the piss out of you go on (laughs) go on um no and so we used to basically like underline and highlight all the tv programs we wanted to watch and then we put we'd initial them like me and my brothers and so we would be like okay yeah so and and so basically that we just watched tv like the whole time but it was brilliant and we only you know i mean kids just don't get this stuff do they it's like we only have one tv so yeah, we had to like, like four channels dis- three channels. yeah exactly and so but it was so fun, like just going through and being like and getting really excited and being like, oh, yeah, you know, Indiana Jones is on. <laughs> Not like we haven't seen that before, but brilliant. And and everything was planned around our little kind of moments like that. But, you know, certainly helped my parents mm. with the stress levels. Just, just put the telly on. Mm. So that's my tip of the day. Put the telly on. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of electronic parents. <laughs> Yeah. yeah I love that yeah I can't remember else was just really really stressful our Christmas so <laughs> I think I think it's good to get out as well it's always good if you've got a dog you know and you can if you need to take breaks you can take the dog out for a walk yeah break it up a little bit break up that that sort of contact and stuff yeah and I think you can use the <laughs> I think you could use the kids for the same thing but I don't mean you but like I think you could interact with children in a loving caring way for mutual benefit of you not having to talk to other adults at times (laughs) like like taking the dog out it's like take the kids to the park you know or kind of yeah go and do some drawing or and because that's going to have like positive feedback of like I'm not drinking and I'm actually sort of doing something with the kids Mm. um and and now I don't have to talk to that person that's really annoying me and getting my stress levels up Mm. is that your tip of the day (laughs) so happy Christmas everybody (laughs) that's really that's really hard though isn't it so if you not like wanting to speak to anyone and me talking about arse cakes and it's like well that's a really fucking useful kind of podcast thanks for that yeah thanks thanks for that and that is it yeah I mean I hope we just brought a bit of humor to you because you know and we're here you know like if you are worried about it we're doing loads in the community um Mm. we've got two meetings a week we've got you know daily tips checking in regularly um you know so if you are worried then definitely just come you know hang out with us and we'll be checking in throughout the day and just keeping you going keeping you company through it Mm. because you know all jokes aside um, it can be really challenging yeah for sure and we've got a december self-care webinar we've got our monthly self-care webinars and you you can find all of that on lovesober.com and uh, navigate your way around and we've got the legendary uh jean mccarthy who wrote a book about the holidays um to give some actual advice (laughs) 
<laughs> next week, I think it is. Um, so yeah, we, we're trying to <clears throat> support you as, as, as much as we can, mm. you know, because it can be difficult. Yeah. And- like, how can you make it the best sober Christmas mm. ever? And also, so the last we've what what we what we'll do as well below this episode in the show notes, we will um, signpost the last last year's four because yeah. we had uh, Millie Gooch from Sober Girl Society who's got a book coming out soon, actually in January. She um, so she did a good thing about sober socialising. We had a lot of um, practical stuff around, you know, hosting. Um, managing overwhelm, managing the day itself, and the and the lead up to it. So there's a four. I think there were three Christmas podcasts last year, and we'll we'll signpost those because they're worth a listen as well. They're um us when we're actually kind of giving practical kind of tips and advice rather than just dicking waffling out. on. Yeah, <laughs> good. Um. So yeah, what's your reason to love sober today, man? What's your tip of the day? Like. excuse me joking you know honestly being my reason to love sober is like Christmas is just so much better really is like obviously it's challenging um for me but it like is so 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 much better and just because it's challenging for me I would drink my way through it that's Mm. that's the reality that the way that I managed difficult feelings or difficult emotions or whatever was to drink myself through it. And I have spent, as you were saying earlier, those just complete sleep deprived, shame filled, just horrendous, just bored, disassociated, unhappy, you know, Christmases um, that, yeah, it's just, yeah it's so much better and it's just and it and it's and then it's done and then you're like yay next please you know so and you dude my tip of the day would be to or your reason to love sober Mm. oh sorry yeah my reason to love sober is yeah I think it's just the being able to manage it it better um and kind of that um lower managing the kind of the sort of overwhelm and panic of it all um and I think it's that it's sort of given me really really on the ground tools to to do this and it's like the life tools and the the sober tools the Christmas tools you know and and that sort of feeling that you know we just we get better we get more skillful you know certain times of the year are impactful like Christmas is that one of those impactful times but we can we can get through it and you know we've now got communities we've got toolkits we've got loads of af drinks and and it just all feels so much more manageable so i think that's my reason to love sober and my tip of the day would be to think about um little random acts of kindness as well and i i think it's that thing about when we part of that we can get very caught up in that kind of self-referential sort of panic so part of giving us a little bit of perspective could be to you know look out for those micro connections put some food in the food bank 
Um, you know what I mean? Just like, I, I don't know, just, just feeling that, that sense of, you know, if one thing, if, you know, this year has taught us about, you know, how how pro-social we are, how important our communities, how important our connections are, it would be to, yeah, to to just to kind of, yeah, have a little think about random acts of kindness for, for other people, I think. Yeah, I love it. What about yours? Oh, um, yeah, tip of the day. I just really do think it's about planning. I think it's really just sort of taking stock, taking a moment to take stock. And it's like, you know, what do I want it to look like? You know, and and how can I get myself there? You know, what are the obstacles in my way? Mm. Do I need to do some gatekeeping? Do I need to put some boundaries in? Do I need to accept, you know, let let go of expectation, accept it is what it is and, and you know, look for bright spots beyond it, you know, just mm-hmm. to kind of, yeah, take that time to to plan in um, to sort of really support yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Okay, well, if you're immediately concerned about your drinking, send up a flare, reach out. Like I said, we've got lots of support going on at Love Sober throughout the the Christmas period, the holiday period, festive period, whatever you want to call it, at lovesober.com. Um, also, Alcohol Change, if you're in the UK, as agencies of local support. Um, the Blurt Foundation, I always like to flag them up because they're a, a mental health um, through self-care kind of charity, CIC. Um, and they've got some really great free downloads on their site just to tips for self-care tips and tools and their, their free downloads that you can go to and just look after yourselves um yeah and reach out and we'll see you next week for more chat